Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. This is the Rappin' with Rapscallions. I'm uh, one half of the Rapscallions. Uh, I don't know if I'm the top half or the bottom half, but uh, I'm HB Tui, Henry Tui. I got a lot of AKAs. Uh, you can follow me at HB Tui3. And who's that here with me? Who's that other Rapscallion? Hey, what's up, guys? It's me, Joe Mesquita. Jose Gabriel Mesquita. That's my government name. That's how people know me for official stuff. Happy to be here with my man, HB. Shout out to Anna and Aquilina who have logged on Love those people. to the platform. Love them. Love them. They're logging on. They're waiting to see what we're going to talk about, dog. They're waiting. They're just anxiously awaiting. I am Achebe. Hey, Joe, will you have a drink with me? Of course I'll have a drink with you, man. You know that? that Cheers. like it might be a, a, a good title for a song. I know. I think we might have to write something and premiere it here next week. Yeah, if- on rapping with Rapscallions. If you guys DM us, we might give you a sneak peek. <laughs> That's <laughs> exclusive material only for those of you that are in the know. Shout out. And that's a fact. Shout out from Santa Clara, Aquilino. And uh, so, you know, we, uh, we had our first show last week and uh, we worked out the kinks. So we're even kinkier now. Uh, we're doing some video. We had some, we had some nice intro music. And uh, in the background, right. you're gonna hear you're gonna hear the instrumental instrumental of the world keeps turning. So uh-huh. we're trying to get you addicted to that because uh, we actually wrote a song called "The World Keeps Turning." With that's our very that's first right. song with our own original music. That's right. And that should be coming out soon. So you guys keep your ears open for when those funky fresh lyrics hit you in the face. Absolutely. Because the minute that this quarantine is over, we're gonna record an official music video. Ooh, it's gonna be so sweet. We got, it's gonna be amazing. We got a lot planned for you guys today on the show. Um, we're gonna we're gonna talk a little bit about uh, quarantine life. Then uh, Joe's gonna quarantine. give us a little rap insight, and we're gonna do a little history. No doubt. Joe had, uh, had has some history to share, and then I have some history to share. And then uh, we're just gonna chit chat with our with our fans and our people. So, uh, Joe, people's man, should give me a little What's quarantine up? update, man. What's going on in quarantine life? Quar- in quarantine land, man. Well, I, quarantine land in Panama City is the same as it was last week. You know, we can't go out except for two hours every other day to just get all of our all of our stuff done. Um, so, yeah, just trying to keep my head in the right state of mind. A lot of work to do during the week and then just trying to, like, chill and relax and think about other things in the afternoon. But then you know what happens, HB? I turn on the TV mm-hmm. and I see that the cases in Panama City continued to like skyrocket, man. To just like, you know, like the Rocketeer when he would just like blast off and just go up, up, up. And so I'm seeing these cases and I'm like, man, that creates a lot of mental anxiety, man. You know, it's like, where are these cases going up? And what can I do as a human being to help these cases not go up? So I had an idea, okay? Uh Uh-huh, I had an idea. I was chatting with a doctor and I was asking her, man, what is going on? And she was telling me, listen, right now about 40% of the people in the population suffer from anxiety. That's like one out of two, out of every two people or something she was telling me because nobody knows what's going on. We're all feeling pretty powerless and pretty defenseless um, with regards to how we as individuals can help to stop this disease from spreading. Mm -hmm. And then I was asking her, so is this staying at home thing legit? Because I see people with salvoconductos 
that just can can go everywhere. You know, it seems like a salvo conducto is like Captain America's shield, and you have that, and you take it with you, and you know the police bounces off of it, and coronavirus bounces off of it, and everything and everything that will potentially attack you bounces off of it. And she said, "That's not the way you should be using your salvo conducto because it's not going to protect you from coronavirus." <laughs> I was like, "Oh, <laughs> that's very interesting." She said, "Yeah," and then she was like, "And also, if you're going out." Let's say you go out and you touch a railing or something, right? And they're saying that coronavirus can live on railings and on objects, right? I'm not a scientist. I don't know the science, but this is what people have been saying. So say that you, HB, you touch a railing, right? And the railing has coronavirus, mm -hmm. but you're asymptomatic. Exactly. So you don't feel any of the coronavirus, but you're like, I'm HB. I got a salvo conducto, which protects toucher. me. And you're a habitual rail toucher, rail liquor. It's there. You go and put a body part on it exactly. right i put my body so part then, everywhere that's what i do so then you go visit karina and you're like hey karina i'm gonna <laughs> i'm gonna put this body part on you <laughs> <laughs> and then that body part you put on her is the body part that you touched that rail with boom you just gave her covid and now she's coronavirus positive and you're walking around like it ain't nothing so i was like wow that's crazy she said yes it is so I was so she was like, listen, to help yourself stay in a right frame of mind, just think about who you're doing this for. You know, think about all the people out there that you would like to see safe from coronavirus. And the only way to keep them safe is by staying in your house and only going out when you need to go out. Exactly. So I told her, you know, that makes sense. So I guess basically that's what I've been trying to wrap around my head this whole week. That was a bit long winded. I apologize, man. But it just it's very interesting to see how all this impacts all of us and then if me being selfish is just like i don't care i need to go out but that doesn't help the planet that doesn't help you or me or karina or any of our friends and family you know what i'm saying exactly. You got exactly so right. i was just like no oh, that's crazy a demoralizing i think you hit on a key point there is anxiety i mean uh being yeah. stressed out and having anxiety makes you more susceptible for sicknesses so it's important to find a good outlet for that. Uh, and like you said, stay at home. Don't touch railings, you know, wash your hands. Don't lick them either, lick man. Them. Actually, it's better if you lick them than if you touch them. I don't know. It just, well, I think your tongue has antibodies on it that kills the saliva, coronavirus. Your saliva can kill virus. That's what we eat stuff in. But uh, your mucous membrane, so your nose and your eyes, you don't want to be touching stuff. You don't want to have your fingers all over the railings and shopping carts and then touching your eyes and your nose and that's boom that's how it happens now when this first started mm -hmm. you know me i like to read mm -hmm. hey 100 no years ago we had the spanish flu and guess mm -hmm. what we haven't learned from history the same thing back then was wear a mask stay away from people avoid contact stay at home you know what it worked back then it could work now but people just aren't following it you know i'm out here in cocle and guess what there's people out here pretending like like it's a, a carnival weekend, you know, they're out here, got their salvo conductos, and they're like, hey, I'm just going to go out to the beach. It's not cool, man. Uh, you got to stay at home. No. Salvo conductos are supposed to be for people that have to go out and do something that is essential to the functioning of exactly. society, man. It's, it's to go to and from work or to complete your job, you know, just as uh, Akalino's chiming in here. Wash your hands, use a mask. He says eight hours on surfaces and... Uh, yeah, 1918, he says, 50 million deaths. Spanish flu was serious. Sure. Uh, so, no doubt. you know, one of the things that I've been... No, doing, and just to touch ahead. on him, he said, 
sorry, he just says, he said a very key thing. He says, keep in mind that not everyone can work from home, so they have to go out. And that's very, very true. I think those of you that have the capacity to work from home and can't stay at home should do so. The ones that can't, I think that's something that the government should have potentially taken into account. I'm not one to say what the government should or shouldn't be doing, but I mean, you have to account for all your society. So at least those of us that can work from home should play our part so that that way there's less people out on the streets. And that way, those that do have to go out to work also run less of a risk. Feel me? I'm feeling you. Our research department's pulling out some good info, uh, talking about the history of the 1918 flu pandemic. It's, it was a, uh, it was caused by an H1N1 virus. We've heard that before. You know, it was in 1918. It's estimated about 500 million people, or one third of the world's population, became infected with this virus. That's that's incredible, and that's why we need to take these things seriously. You know, we're in a more modern age. We're 100 years later. Uh, but, you know, the same things that worked back then will work now. Wash your hands, cover your face, and stay at home, you know. And, and you know, there's all those of us that have salvoconductos, but we need to respect. So, uh, Joe, what, what have you been doing to uh, to help with your anxiety and whatnot? What, what's, what's your cure for the common COVID stay-at-home anxiety? <laughs> the common COVID stay-at-home anxiety? Um well, I've been trying to stay active, man. It's very difficult to like exercise within these four walls uh, of, of an apartment building. But, you know, just trying to stay active and doing exercise as much as I can. Um, usually at work, if work gets if work gets too stressful, because, again, you know, I'm working in the same place that I'm living. Um, just trying to take a break from it. Breathing exercises, believe it or not, is one of the tips that I've gotten the most from people is just to take a step back and practice your breathing and and i was like how does that help and they were like see somebody explained this to me and they said you know when you get anxiety it's because you're thinking about the future in a negative way and i was like huh that makes sense so they said when you sit down and you breathe because you know you do breathing just it naturally happens you don't have to think about it but if you sit and you focus on that it helps to take your mind away out of all these thoughts that they're thinking because you're focusing on something that's so innate to your body, you know? So, so that was a huge tip that, that was given to me. What about you? What are you doing over there in Cocle, man? You know, that I have actually done the breathing. I started doing Wim Hof method uh, and, you know, uh, high intensity interval training. So I, I do my deep breathing, I do my deep breathing, and then I start doing my interval training, you know, and it's kind of intense. I'm kind of using it a little out of the ordinary. So I do my my, my breathing, my deep breath, 30 deep breaths. Then I hold my mm -hmm. breath and do 40 jumping jacks while I'm holding my breath. And then oh yeah. Jesus! And then I sit down and take a big deep breath, and then I try to slow my heart rate down. And that kind of that right. kind of like focusing and not focusing on the fact that my heart's racing and that I'm a little bit out of breath, but focusing on trying to lower my heart rate. And trying to like remain calm, it, it it starts it starts becoming a switch. Like I have a certain exercise hmm. that I can do that automatically gets me breathing slower, and it makes me feel really relaxed. So, you know, we're just animals, baby. You know, we're all animals. Yeah. So uh, we're we we can do that Pavlovian type training to train ourselves hmm. to uh, to 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 relax. Another thing that I've been doing yeah. is I've been doing some reading, Joe. All right. What have you been reading, man? Talk to us. I know you're a reader. 
you like to like delve all up into the books and stuff. Tell us what you've been reading I've been about. Reading more about the uh, stoicism. All right. And, uh, you know, one of the, please explain because I don't know anything about stoicism. Oh, like the ancient Greek philosophers, a lot of a lot of uh, people from that era uh, were Stoics, and and the, the idea behind that is that there's there's a lot in this world that we can't control, and that is mm-hmm. probably the principal cause of most everyone's anxiety. So you know, you you try to focus in your mind. You say to yourself, "Hey, this is something that I can't control. The only thing that I really have control of." is my reaction to things you know mm. so you know it's very chaotic right now there's a lot of things out that are very scary you say look i can't control coronavirus i can't control covid i can't control the people who are going out of their homes but i can control the way that i react to those things so i just try to stay calm and do my breathing exercises and uh that's actually it's helped it's helped a lot to me that's very interesting. That's kind of like how they say when if you can't change the situation, you should change the way that you view exactly. it, right? Exactly. So just give yourself a different sort of outlook to 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 just how you're gonna, you know. I mean, as, I guess as long as you're okay, as long as you can tell yourself, you know, you're okay. You're doing things the way you think should be done, or at least right mm-hmm. according to you. Mm-hmm. Then I guess you should feel sort of happy with that. I guess. Well, I mean, you, you need to let go of that idea that you can try and control things that are out of your grasp. That's just impossible. Mm. That's going to be a constant source of anxiety. So you need to let go of that and say, hey, you know, here's something that I can do. Uh, here's something that's constructive to me. And, uh, you know, the breathing exercises definitely help. Um, yeah. So, hey, welcome, Amit. Amit's here. Yeah, stoicism, Aquilino. Uh, it's definitely been helping me to do that. And... Stuff like this, you and I getting on here and doing creative things definitely makes me feel a lot better once once we try to write a song or once we're planning our, our, our live cast. And now that we're actually doing the live cast, I look forward to this. Sure. I was like, man, I can't wait till Sunday. I tell you what. No, no doubt. No doubt. It was fun times just kind of thinking about all the things we could talk about and just getting 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 on here, man. And, and But it's just very interesting that because sometimes I, I feel... You know, it's very interesting because I think if there's is there a difference between stoicism and just simply becoming numb to things? Um, you know, that's in, in modern times, when you say that you're having a stoic reaction, it means that you're not uh-huh. having stoicism. You know, it's like, oh, you're, you're very stoic, aren't you? And that means that you're not hmm. a very emotional person. But that's not really what it is. It's more about hmm. uh, focusing and, and focusing your perspective and and. You know, having, you know, well, one of the things that they say is, uh, imagine you died today. What would your tomorrow be like? Mm -hmm. You know, so, you know, today could be the last day that you're ever alive. How would that change the way you live tomorrow? You know, you have to take life at its fullest and and accomplish things. All right. Huh. Very interesting. I think we'd have to look further into that. Because when you just told me that right now, I was just like... Well, hey, Akaline's got a good question. Uh, we're talking about breathing exercises. Uh, right. She wants to know what what, uh, what what you can do. There's a very simple one that Navy SEALs do. Is You, you take deep breaths. You count to nine. You, you take deep breath. Mm. And then exhale. Just do it really slow until nine. And then take an evaluation of your surroundings and do it again. You can actually do that while you're yeah. sleeping. Uh, if you have a hard time falling asleep, you can do that. 
take, take deep breaths. It'll, it'll immediately uh, calm you down. Now the breathing exercises that I've been doing uh, is called Wim Hof. It's this crazy Norwegian guy that swims under glaciers and stuff. <laughs> so, so, so he, he's kind of a, kind of a, kind of a, you know, like a, kind of a character. And, and he says, he's like, I'm not doing anything new. The monks have been doing these breathing exercises. Everyone that, that could chime in about breathing exercises is doing it, but they've been doing it for years. All he's saying is different with his, is that he let scientists scan him and connect uh, little uh, temperature stuff and they, they put him in a CAT scan machine. Right. They injected him with, with, with like bacteria to see how he would react to it. And not, they right. gathered they gathered a lot of scientific evidence showing that breathing helps you. It can help your immune system. Right. And just a key thing on, on breathing there is just, you know, when you, when you are doing the breathing exercise, so say you're inhaling for about, say, eight seconds, you know, you should look to exhale for longer. So say maybe nine to 10 seconds, okay. you know, and I think that helps with, with the focusing of, of your mind and just helping everything to slow down around you. I mean, I generally do sometimes at work, if I'm feeling a bit, you know, overwhelmed, I will stop for a moment and just kind of give me that space to just kind of center my mind because man, the moment your brain kicks off and it's amazing how much of an impact your mind has on everything, everything. Like you can create stories and all sorts of situations in your head, which aren't even happening, but that's how powerful your mind is. And you're like, wait a minute, this isn't happening. I need to like chill. It reminds me like uh, one of the lyrics that we put into world keeps turning is, you know, it's something that we read. It was like, if you go back in time, you can't do anything because you might change the future, right? Mm. We never consider that right now we can't change the future. It's the same, it's the same concept. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, true that, true that. So I always like that. True that. And you know, we, 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 what, we've been talking a lot about anxiety and breathing, but man, I want to talk about some beats, mm. Joe. Let's do it, man. Let's talk about some All beats. Right. I, I need, I need, What's up? Uh, you've been sharing a lot of, of songs on the Rapscallions. Uh, stories. So, yeah. tell your mama, tell your auntie, tell your friends to join and follow Rapscallion so you can get lots of dope beats from Joe's recommendation. So, what what do you what do you what have you found this week that you want to share with us? Okay, so this this past week I was focusing a bit more on the artists that we spoke about last week. So, you know, I was sharing some of that Chance the Rapper. He's got a lot of sort of like uplifting songs that I shared on there, like Angels and and No Problems. So I, I just wanted to put those out there to people to hear them because, you know, sometimes if I'm just feeling, you know, in a funky sort of way and not 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 because I didn't shower, but just because I'm feeling down, then I like to listen to some Chance the Rapper. I put NF on there just because wait, I think wait, his wait, lyrics on, really. You have, I think you have like three levels of funk, right? So you have funk Dude. as if you haven't showered. You have funk as if uh-huh. you're down. But also when we're making right. music, you bring the funk too. You know what I'm saying? That's the ultimate That's the funk. No doubt. No doubt. That's the best kind of funk. And that's what I was trying to bring on the Instagram account for Rap Scallions. So, of course, I shared some NF on there just because, you know, I think it speaks a lot on, on you know, anxiety and issues like that. The guy really touches really well on just those types of things, which, you know, most rappers normally don't really talk about. Um, and then I was also sharing on some Lecrae just because, you know, I just really believe in the message that he's trying to spread about being positive, you know, even though we are living through some difficult times. 
This past week, though, mm -hmm. I've been really, it's funny, though, because I've been taking a trip down memory lane, and I was focusing a bit on Linkin Park. You remember Linkin Park? <laughs> I saw that one. I was like, rap, 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 Linkin Park. I was like, ooh, that's interesting. <laughs> so I was like, I was a huge fan of Linkin Park. So, of course, you know, always, like, loving rap and hip-hop. When Linkin Park came out, the first song I ever heard from them was was closer to the, was which was the one, you know, the one with the shut up when I'm talking to you. No, I forget the... Now I forget the the name of the song, but it's the one where Chester is hanging upside down in like a subway tunnel. Oh, um, crazy. One step closer is what it's called. Now I remember. So I was like, man, these guys are only rock. And then they had Mike Shinoda on there who was just like screaming some stuff. Um, but then, you know, they started releasing some more songs. I got the album Hybrid Theory and it just blew my mind, man. You know, like because the topics that they were singing about, you know, you could relate to that. And plus Mike Shinoda as a hip hop head. He was like throwing some crazy rhymes, you know what I'm saying? And I was like, dude, I can like totally relate to that. And he's not rapping about, you know, like guns and you know bitches and bling bling and, and all that stuff. stuff. I was he's, like, uh... and I like gangster stuff. Yeah. So I was like, that's pretty cool. And then so Hybrid Theory came out. That was massive. Like you know, it had epic songs on there. It had like in the end, it had One Step Closer. It had crawling. All these are going to be blasting on our on our rap scallion Instagram this coming week, by the way, just because yes, I mean amazing songs. But then they dropped a remix album called Reanimation, which was like hip hop influenced and had an insane amount of these underground hip hop artists. And I was like, whoa! I mean, <laughs> you know, it had loads of other stuff like it had a lot of that electronic sounds that they're working with but i was just blown away they had a song with this guy called charlie tuna from jurassic five like jurassic five is an amazing hip-hop group fantastic so reanimation just kind of really like blew me away with regards to what this group could accomplish um especially with the sound that they were working with you know the new metal sound yeah. which limp biscuit had you remember limp yeah, biscuit yeah, the Limp Biscuit it made it cookies. popular. He's he's like he's like our, our modern time cookie monster. <laughs> That's right, man. I mean, wouldn't we all want those cookies? Yeah. And then they took that cookie sound, that new metal hip hop sound, and they took it next level. And then when they released they released Meteora, mm -hmm. their sophomore official sophomore album. Wow. Beautiful. You know? Hey, and then it's just they've just been releasing so much music following up on that i mean i can't go into all of it now because we only have an hour and i could speak for so long <laughs> well you know you're talking Linkin about uh, people building. remixing and stuff uh you know hamilton yeah. just came out on disney plus and oh, they were talking don't about, tell me about yeah that, they were man. talking about uh how they took some of the hamilton songs and they remixed them with with like jay-z and some other rappers right so, so that which ones i haven't heard I, I didn't i just read about it uh, i don't know much maybe we can pick a few of those and play them in the next uh the next show. Hey, right. Panapaco just signed in. What's up, my friend? How you doing? Welcome to the show. What up? Shout out. Uh, no doubt. No so, doubt. you know, speaking of Hamilton, well, you and I were both in 1903. Uh -huh. This is a segue. This is right. a segue, by the way. Uh, <laughs> nailed, nailed it. Nailed it. Shaboom. <laughs> uh, you know, Joe, Joe is, I want, we're going to play the song from his character, 1903. It's Hamilton-esque and it's a rap song. So we're going to cue up, hey. Not yet fulfilled, but near the goal is the hope that our worn hearts fired. 
And on the album Mountains, where the blushes of dawn increase, we see the flash of the beautiful feet of freedom and of peace. Allow me to reintroduce myself. My name is John. Hey! Secretary of State. You know I'm pretty dope. Don't hate. And I always hold my own. Max wait, treaty after treaty, I sign, negotiate. My greatness is never up for debate. I finish deals non-stop, all you did was procrastinate. China's open door policy brought me fame. Everyone in Beijing screaming my name. That's right, hey, hey. do you speak English? If you don't, that's okay, cause I do parlay. Many languages, please. Top diplomat, Lincoln called me up, let me hold his hat. That's right, hey, hey. all the speeches I wrote had people getting Woke before woke was woke. U.S. presidents all asked for my services. Without hate by their side, there was nervousness. As you can see, I've played a key role in American history. From the Civil War to the Spanish-American War, I've worked with presidents such as Lincoln, McKinley, and Theodore Roosevelt. At my residence on Lafayette Square, I've hosted foreign dignitaries such as Tomas Aran and Felipe Novarilla. And now I'd like to give you my thoughts on Central America. <coughs> I can't lie, I'm living my best life So damn fly, I'm like But no gorilla, but less flash Complex, feeling comfortable in Congress God bless, hip hop's foot Started it all One of the first times you saw London fall Out my dude with the Brits Had shots to call I was there in the thick of it Having a ball, that's right Hey, hey. Clayton Bull was scrapped Kept making moves, can help plan on track Never ever stall, watch me lay down the smack Had to do it right, so I need a attack Drafted here at hate, Columbia wouldn't play You sit back, reflecting, I was like, okay New course to action, Panama is separated People in the streets, victory was celebrated Like, hey, hey, revolution in the land Four fathers took a stand, Shane was down with the plan Teddy jumped in, he was swinging a big stick But behind the scenes, I'm mitigating the conflict American destroyers, up in Cologne Columbia battleships, ran back home John Hay, know the name, diplomatic gorilla Canal treaty with the Frenchman, hey, but no gorilla And that was in 1903 And we're back from that hot song. Hey, it's H-A-Y, Akalina, as you pointed out. And we got some shout-outs over to Sweden. We got people joining us over from Sweden. And Joe, why don't you tell us more about how you were inspired and what you found out about your character, and, and that's why you made something. Yeah, sure, no doubt. And first of all, also, I'm going to give a shout-out to Paquito all the way in Miami, repping the 305, just like Pitbull does it nonstop. <laughs> so, regards to Hey. All right. Um, so, you know, in 1903, I played John Hay, Secretary of State under Theodore Roosevelt. What many people didn't know was that he was also a very important person in the government of Abraham Lincoln back when he was younger. I mean, there was so much history about John Hay that, you know, it was impossible. I mean, of course, the play wasn't about John Hay. The play was about, you know, about Panama. But this guy had so much history and he was such a diplomatic boss, you know, that I really wanted to like pay an homage to that in 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 the way that you know Hamilton did it for Hamilton and just all these things because you know the inspiration I got from 1903 was so great that I thought man wouldn't it be fitting you know if I could write a song about John Hay just mention some of his exploits all the great things that he did um, for the U.S., obviously, because, you know, I was playing an American character. So, you know, I sat down, I read his, his, his biography, 
very interesting read. It was long. You know, as I mentioned earlier, he, he worked under Lincoln. Uh, he was a very trusted secretary to Lincoln. Yeah. I mean, I read in the, in the book, there were even moments that Lincoln, late at night, because, you know, they lived in the White House with Lincoln. Right. Crazy. And he would, like, walk into, you know, Hayes' room, and he would sit on the edge of the bed, and he'd be like, hey, John, wake up. What is, how does this sound like? And he would start reading his speeches to John Hay so that John would give him his thoughts. And I just thought that is so wild because, I mean, the way we think of Abraham Lincoln now, we're just like, holy crap, Abraham Lincoln, yeah. you know. But could you imagine, like, say right now, HB, you had a boss and you were staying at his house for some reason because, you know, that's not weird at all. <laughs> and then he comes into Talk your room home, in the man. middle of the night. <laughs> <laughs> And he sits on your bed. He's like, HB, wake up. I want to read something to you. You'd be like, get out of my room. <laughs> that would like, drop you kick know. him. <laughs> you better be bringing food or a drink or something. <laughs> like, don't come to tell me some bedtime story, yeah, Abraham I was sleeping, Lincoln. sleeping, Abe. I'm having it. <laughs> so, wait, you know, so, you I, know. I, I don't mean to cut you off, but, you know, it's, I'm very interested yeah. in your creative process. Like, how you did this research... You found all these interesting facts, but how did you? Yeah. How did you blend that into? How did you find the music and whatnot? Yo, so it was. It came to me kind of pretty easily with regards to the instrumental, because you know the instrumental is from a song by Jay Z called "Public Service Announcement." You know, and the first verse of the song. Well, of course, I started my song, the John Hay song, with a poem from John Hay because he was a poet. So I thought it would be fitting to include that on there. But Jay Z starts his song with his allow me to reintroduce myself my name is hove because everyone calls jay-z well everyone you know all us people we call we call jay-z hove you know hovey so we call him hova and and so i thought hey that'd be pretty tight if i could be like allow me to reintroduce myself my name is john hey and you know like hey with the with the other way of being like hey you know like when you're like celebrating and partying and stuff right because i thought he did so many things, they should be celebrated. And how do you celebrate when you're having a good time? You go, hey. hey. So I was like. <laughs> that's what I do. <laughs> I, I know. And I was bar thinking I'm you. like, hey, rum and coke. And then, <laughs> and then when I want to dance, I go to my lovely lady. I'm like, hey, time to hey. dance. <laughs> <laughs> See, so I thought that would be the perfect intro to the song. Um, everything just kind of evolved from there. Um, where, you know, I just kind of, in the first verse, I just kind of wanted to mention some of his past exploits, mm -hmm. you know, back in his younger days. Then, you know, we have the break where, you know, speak about some of the characters, some of the, you know, throughout history that he that he worked with, you know, Roosevelt and Bruno Varela and all these people. Mm -hmm. And then I wanted to have the second verse be more like an explanation of how he actually laid the foundation for everything that happened in Panama. You know, the Hey Poncefoot you know, started it all, stuck it to the Brits, had shots to call, you know, oh, like yeah. he worked on that. Abraham you know? Lincoln and sent then, you know, uh, Ulysses Grant to Panama to see about the viability because they were starting to build a railroad. So Ulysses Grant and John Hay were <laughs> very closely uh, involved in seeing the viability of it then. So he, that's probably always been on his list. Yeah, for sure. And then, and then, you know, as, as the verse moved on, you know, of course I wanted to give a shout out to Roosevelt because I mean, come on, Teddy. And then you know, no doubt, I have to give a shout out to Shaler, yeah. because Shaler was down with the plan, you cool. know. 
You know, uh, Aquilino brought up a, a, a good point here. He's like, education through rap? No. Oh. Edu- we're a little education through rap. Looks like we're having some. Uh, no. We had a little bit he of a connectivity too. problems, but I think we're back now. Um, you are back. You so, are- so let's talk more about Shay. What were you saying? <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> I said Shay had a beautiful suit. It looked like it was made of tweed, so it could have been hot for the tropics. But you pulled it off. Thank wonderfully. you. Thank you, sir. You were dazzling, dazzling. You dazzling know that person. that that type of historical. Uh, that historical music, you know, and Aquilina pointed out, is like, promote education through rap. That is, this is also a segue, Joe. We also collaborated on another historical song with Alex Reyes from Shorty and Slim. Um, That's right. Uh, we'll be, shout out to Shorty shout and out Slim, to Shorty by the way. And Slim. Uh, we, it was the okay. 500th anniversary of Panama City. And uh, so we, Joe and I, we, we, we came up with some lyrics. We, we, we made some rhymes and then we based it on a song uh, by Lord Cobra. So, mm-hmm. you know, let's why don't we let the, the people listen to it? There's no video here, but uh, but it's music. It's already playing. Panama City, Panama City. Welcome to Panama, Panama City, Panama City. Welcome to Panama. 15 August 1519, the beginning of a dream. It is important to know this date because it's the day that we celebrate. Pedro Arias Davila received from the King of Espania official doctrine for the PLT. Name Panama City, Panama City, Panama City. Welcome to Panama, Panama City, Panama City. Welcome to Panama. A fishing village it was formerly, right upon the coast of the sea. Cathedral tower built up toward the sky, you can hear that bell toll far and wide. At this time within the nation, there was a very small population, only 100 people or so forced European settlement and Pacific Coast, Panama City, Panama City. Welcome to Panama, Panama City, Panama City. Yeah, welcome to Panama, the Camino Real, it paved the way. In this Christmas, it had to stay, all the way to Nombre de Dios. If you go now, you can see them go swoop. Riches came up out of Peru. Many, many ship and the pirates knew. All the pearls, silver and gold. Panama City was Pacific stronghold. Then they crossed Panama by mule. Tropical diseases then was very cruel. Finally arrived to Atlantic coast. Departing to Spain from Nombre de Dios. Panama City, Panama City. Welcome to Panama, Panama City, Panama City. Yeah, welcome to Panama. 15 August 1519. The beginning of a dream. It is important that you know this day because it's the day that we celebrate. 15 August 1519. Yeah, the beginning of 
of a dream. It is important you know this date because it's the day that we celebrate Panama City, Panama City, yo yeah. Welcome to Panama, Panama City, Panama City, hey. Welcome to Panama, oh hey. Hey. What's up, man? We're back. We're back. And, that's Panama City by... And that song... Sorry, go ahead, man. Go ahead. Do it. Take it, baby. Dude, that song, Panama City, you know, written by the rap Scallions. The beautiful performance that you heard there was by Alex from Shorty and Slim. Truly a great song, I think. I hope you guys enjoyed it because I enjoy it thoroughly. I enjoyed it thoroughly when we were recording it. But now I want to ask you a question, HB. Shoot. Because you were one of the masterminds behind this song. What I... Tell us about the inspiration behind it. How did Lord Cobra come to you and just like give you that inspiration? Well, uh, I was sleeping and he came and he sat on my bed <laughs> and he said, and he said, Hey, he's like, Hey, but in a thick Calypsonian voice, he's like, HB, me want oh, you man. to write a song, boy. So, uh, you know, I've always been a fan of Lord Cobra. He's uh, one of the most famous uh, Calypso singers from Colón. And he had a song called Colón, 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 which is, you know, if you listen to it now, you'll love it because, you know, it's it's a little different from most Calypso songs and it has different chord progressions that are a little, uh, a little mi- a bit more minor, whereas uh, usual Calypso music is very uplifting. But it talks about how Colón is such a great city, but the Colón, as compared to Panama City, usually gets the con Colón, you know, they always get the scraps Sometimes uh, Colón is forgotten about, but he wants to tell you all about the nice things that you can find in Colón. So I've always wanted to, you know, uh, write some Calypso songs about Panama and to to pay tribute to Lord Cobra and and some of the other Calypso singers. And when the 500th anniversary of Panama City came up, I was like, that's the perfect song because he's singing originally about Colón. So let's write these lyrics about Panama City. And uh, you hear you hear about how uh, Panama City was founded, how it was, you know, the beginning of the the beginning of the dream, <laughs> and, and that's that's where they took the gold over. And, <laughs> and you and some people say that you can still hear the ghosts of the Spaniards who who took the gold across by mule. You can still hear their ghosts there. Uh, so it was a lot of fun to to kind of like uh, take take points of history and try and put them into a song. We had a lot of fun doing that. And then uh, rolling well, rolling Alex into it. That guy's a trip. Uh, we're going to have him as a guest on the show in the future. No when, uh, they're ready to launch their album. And uh, that led to another uh, led to another collaboration. I actually sing on, on one of the new songs of the album, but we'll save that. Uh, what I will tell you is that I had to come up with my own Calypso name, Joe. And you know the rapscallions mm. are, are all about AKAs, right? No doubt, no doubt. We what's have like What's one of your rapscallion names? Giuseppe Mescatini. That's my favorite one. I'm also Dope Francis. No doubt. Uh, Dope Francis, Guinea, dude. Papa New Guinea. Hey, Papa New Guinea. And you got a new one last week. It was H1K47. H1K47. So, <laughs> so, so, uh, I... When I when they were asking me, you know, what's what's your what's your calypso name? I thought about it, and so I I chose Mighty Bell because there's a calypso mm. uh, star named Mighty Sparrow, probably one of the most famous 
Calypso Stars is Mighty Sparrow. My name, the H- the HB is Henry Bell. I was like, how about Mighty Bell? You you hear the 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 bell ringing far and wide. Gong gong That's gong, right. man! Wop, I hear it. Wop, wop. No doubt, no doubt. Well, I just got a reminder of another one of my AKAs. It's Pulpo al Carbón. For those of you that don't know, I taste delicious Ooh, I with like patacones. That. I love FYI. Food. Hey, I wish I could have some right now, man. We should give you a a a a, a, a seafaring nickname as well. We're gonna have to think about that. Maybe the langostino jalajillo. <laughs> I don't know. But speaking of mm-hmm. animals, because you know I love animals, and that's a segue. Nice, bam. Nice way to pull it around, Joe. That's those I improvisational skills right I there. I got it. No doubt. HB, you have some new members to your family living with you Indeed. in Santa Clara. I saw them walking around wearing some beautiful, and I'm talking amazing jewelry around their necks. I was like, man, I wish I had some chains like that. Can you tell us how that's coming along? Hardly adapting well, to the know, scenery. We, there's uh, been a lot of grass growing up here in, in Cocle. We've had an abnormal amount of rain up here. It's been ridiculous the amount of rain. Uh, but uh, one, one of the dreams of mine is to have sheep. I wanted to have sheep. I was like, hey, why, why are we always worrying about cutting the grass? when nature came up with that solution already and you don't have to put gasoline in it mm-hmm. all you do is you put them out there they eat the grass and they poop out fertilizer it's beautiful so we got uh-huh. we, we uh yeah. you know uh, in cocle you can travel freely uh you don't you're not limited to your two hours so we went up to penonome to a farm out uh out by chigiri and we met we met our friend joel he uh he had some pelibues and uh, I, uh, I purchased two of them and I paid a little more than I wanted to, but you know, it was worth it. Uh, and they were both pregnant. So two is soon to become four or possibly six. We don't know. <laughs> Yay. You're going to be a I'm sheepy be grandpappy. A, that can be uh, uh, one of my nicknames. Sheep pappy. So, so they're doing good. And one of the first things we did when we brought them home, they're very timid. Imagine you're plucked from your family. You're thrown in the back of a truck. You're, you're taken down the road and, and taken to a place. So what we did is we made a little corral for them uh, to let them get used to their right. surroundings and get used to us. We, we got some alfalfa pellets to serve them as treats. And, you know, after a few days, uh, we didn't want to let them run loose because they weren't used to us. And there's one thing that I'm not going to do is chase a sheep around one hectare of land all day. I'm not going to do that. So one of the goals was to Don't be that. get them to come to us, and then we can put a leash on them. So that's worked out very well. They're eating the grass. They're pooping everywhere. But like you said, they've got their bling. We got some some plastic uh, chains, like uh, like separating chains, and we got right. one in red and one in gold. All right. All so that's right. a sheep story. Oh snap. I love it, man. And you know what? I totally agree with you about chasing animals. Just last night, I was watching this TV show where this guy was chasing a gallina fina yeah. in the interior because he wanted to <laughs> eat her, you know? And he was chasing that chicken all over the place, man. And it took him forever. And did you know those chickens go up in the trees? I didn't know chickens I could did go up know in the that. trees. But apparently, yeah. gallina finas can. Are all chickens can or all just gallina finas? Can. But they, they can't really fly, but they can, like, get off the ground. They, hover. they like, hover? like hovercrafts. Oh, man, because he was chasing that chicken. 
And I was just, man, just call KFC, you know what? Dog. You know what? We, we have a lot of AKAs in our, in our Rapscallions group. And I want to tell you why, because Joe is really good at coming up with names. One of our sheep was named by Joe. Do we want to share the name of the sheep on the air? So, so uh, usually I don't tell people our pets' names on air because, you know, what if someone calls it, but they're sheep. I don't think sheep react to their names. But Joe's like, can one of the, one of the sheep be named Agnes? And I was like, oh, we'll put that we'll put that on the voting system because one of them was already named Anne, which is Karina's sister-in-law, <laughs> who loves sheep. So we had to name <laughs> we had to name one of the sheep after her, and uh, we are not sure if we're going to name the the baby sheep after her children. It's on it's on the list, but no. <laughs> uh, but Joe came up. He's like, hey, hey, wait a second, I've got the perfect name. He said Agnes, and you know what? Agnes stuck. Can I be her you godfather? Are, you already are. You are. Boom. I'll be there for the okay. baptism. Once this is all over, we can dunk her in a river. It's going to be great. If you if you have some good ideas for baby sheep name, join and follow the Rapscallions and uh, send us a DM. It's all about the DMs with Rapscallions. You send us some 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 names. Send us some names and we'll, we'll collate them. We'll send it to the research department to be organized and alphabetized. And then maybe we can do... We can do uh, a little voting, a little poll. HB, but when are these sheep supposed to be born? Because I'm anxious to know. Because I need to get some sheep baby gifts for well, the we shower. We don't really know whether they have a gestation period of what five or six months, five months, and uh, we don't. The, the the guy who we bought them from, uh, I asked him when when did you impregnate him? And he's like, dude, I just let the guy in there, so they're definitely pregnant, but I don't know when. <laughs> 152 days is what my sources are telling me. We have the most efficient research department. It's amazing. It's very amazing. Seriously. I mean, how far along are you into those 152 days? I don't know. But you know what? I'm going to be stoic about it. I'm like, I can't control when a male sheep is going to hump a female sheep and spread his seed. That's true. But what I can do is I can look forward to little baby sheep. Little babies. Hey, you know what? One morning, you might wake up and you'll be blessed to find 50 baby sheeps. In your that yard. would be quite a blessing. They I don't can know have how many. one or two. I don't know how many. They can have one or two. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I thought they had a litter. Like we can have, we can have a little birds and the bees and the sheep conversation, George. <laughs> hey, I think that's gonna be fabulous, and I can't wait for people to send in baby sheep names, and then we can name those baby sheeps. Who knows, like Lino? Maybe it'll be you if you send in a good enough baby sheep name. For we can even have sheeps. a little educación sexual here on the show, since it's. Pretty much lacking in our country so what happens is that I there's a so. male sheep a male sheep and then there's the female sheep or a u ewe and they is that what a female they, sheep they, is called? they dance together and they dance together and it's closer than one foot apart so they dance very closely and then a stork comes and brings them little baby sheep that's what happens ah and then what's what's the male sheep called Ram. A ram or haram? <laughs> haram. I don't know. Maybe our research department can help us with that. It is a ram. Because I think I think you is a nice name for little that's baby like, sheep. That's like when, when a ram is not good at dating, he can be like, ew. <laughs> They'd be like, hey, you, you want to make baby? You want to make babies with me? Ew, that's gross. But but you know what? Do you know what the little sheep poops are called? They're, they're what are called they called? Berries. <laughs> 
You berries. That sounds super cute and tasty, but I'm not sure I want to taste that. But but little little cacao beans, cacao beans, jelly little black jelly beans. beans. Uh, and you know what? The, they're very prized for for their use as a fertilizer because they don't stink. They smell kind of like grass. I mean, I'm sure if you man, I wish <laughs> I wish I wish you had you berries. I wish Mo dropped. <laughs> I wish I had yeah. you berries, man. But I wish most importantly that Mo dropped you berries because if he dropped you berries, then he wouldn't yeah. be stanky. When he pooping he's on his pad, berries. man. Mo berries. He's, he's got, got mo berries, man. <laughs> <laughs> man, that dog is crazy. Cause he'll poop and then he'll look at me and then come running at me like, "Look, I pooped." And I'll be like, "Yeah, great, proud of me, thanks, man." Proud of me? Does he come and sit on your bed like, like Abraham Lincoln and tell you about his poops? <laughs> can't sit on my bed, man. I'm like, don't sit on my bed with your stanky <laughs> yeah, booty. That's true. That's true. <laughs> Oh my God! What? Wait, we're we're getting some information in about oh. babies. Oh, you're gonna have a mob. Did you know they're hey, called mobs? They're called a mob. You be, it's gonna be man. mob deep. They're gonna shank. <laughs> they're gonna shank you. Either gonna have a rap group or they're gonna shank you. One or the other. Okay, so the um, adult male that's castrated is known as weather, and a group of sheep is known as a herd, flock, or mob. Hmm. So you know my neighbor, my neighbor, he, he he's a he's a character. Uh, you'll you'll meet him the next barbecue. He's like, I told him, I was like, oye, ya compramos las ovejas. He's like, ah, esa máquina de césped cuatro por cuatro. <laughs> Since they have four legs, you know. Yeah. What? No doubt. But that's very useful, man. I think you hit I the jackpot. You hit the lottery. I can't wait till man. little baby sheep come out. Man, that's gonna be great, man. And then you can clone it. You can have like a Dolly yeah, Panamania. The first sheep to be cloned was named Dolly in 1996. Amazing. No doubt. So a lot of people ask me, they when they think of sheep in their head, they think of the big woolly ones with the ones that you make wool jackets out of. Wool. But no, these yeah. are little hair sheep. They're they have short hair. Probably like a like a like a dog, you know, like a dog has short hair. <clears throat> Listen, I thought you were gonna be making coats. I was like, HB, we're going to make millions with our wool factory. It's not, not going to happen. <clears throat> they not do come up with some with some hair, like uh, around their belly, the hair gets long. So I can save that for you and make you a, uh, uh, a scarf or something. Oh, I'd love a scarf, especially if it's yeah, from Agnes. Agnes. Because, you know, she and I have a special you're the, connection. You're the, grand, you're the godfather. You, you're I'm the, the godfather. I got an offer you can't refuse. Agnes. <laughs> I love it, man. I love I your sheep. Too. And you know what? We They're were talking beautiful. before about anxiety and how to cope with uh, the anxiety of the current situation. And I found out something that I never knew before. Watching sheep eat grass is one of the most relaxing things I've ever done in my life. Dude, I think for next mm -hmm. week's show, we need to have a video of sheep eating grass that. for at least 30 what? seconds. So people this can is what zen we're out. Gonna do. We're going to combine the sheep eating grass with your words of calm and inspiration. I love it. Can I you? Can it. you? I think it's the time in the show that, that you give us our little, uh, our little moral jackpot, our little, our little, our little uh, pellet of gold, our little, our little you berry of you berry uh, anti anxiety. <laughs> of anti anxiety. Yeah, it is. Let me let me get ready. Let me think take, something take up some here breathing. in my You can use some brain brain, breathing exercises. And when you inhale, you want to be eight seconds. And when you exhale, you want nine or ten seconds. 
Okay, you just find that Zen, Joe. Get to your place. And when you come back to us, you'll begin giving us a little anti-anxiety Joe Berry. The Joe Berry anti-blues pills. Hey, everybody. I know right now you might be sitting in your home thinking, man, I wish I had a salvo conductor to go outside. It's okay that you don't. Because one day, you're going to be in a field, enjoying a COVID-free world. And you'll be like a little baby lamb, discovering how to walk and feel good. So focus on that for now, and how you'll be met all day long. So next time you feel anxious, just sit on the floor, close your eyes, breathe, think of that sheep, and don't lick any poles. Unless you're into it, you know, we're not, you can lick poles. Yeah. Unless you're into it. That was I beautiful. I mean, hey, you can lick that poles if you want to. Joe. I'm not going to touch I feel calm already. <laughs> and, uh, you know, you guys out there, if you found it calm too, every week you can get your little Joe Berries of inspiration and watch sheep eat. It's beautiful. It's going to be a beautiful thing. Uh, there's one thing that I wanted to mention before we, uh, we run out of time here. This old lady that we know and love very much is having a birthday. It's, it's actually where you and I met, Joe. It was actually the birthplace of the Rapscallions. The Theater Guild hey, of Ancon no is 70 years old this year. Whoop, whoop. Hey, 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 lady. Hey, hey. So, you know, one of the things that they're doing, if you're out there and, you, and uh, if you've been listening to the show, you know, you got to find a creative outlet. And it, the, the Guild is having something where you can send them a video of a reading. Maybe it's some of your favorite poetry. Uh, you can send that into them, and they'll put that on on their uh, Instagram site, so that we can keep the guild going during COVID times. You know, I think that that would be a fun thing. Without a doubt, man. Without a doubt, and they don't discriminate. Hey, whatever thing you, whatever you do, if you juggle, if you sing, if you do backflips, if you can make a really serious face for thirty seconds without stopping, hey, it's all talent, man. But they'll probably curate it. So, you know, I'm not promising you that they're going to put it, but they might. So if, if you're interested in that, you can find more inspiration uh, on or you can find their direction at www.ancon.guild.com on Facebook. It's facebook.com slash theater guild of Ancon. And then on Instagram, it's at Ancon Guild. So check those places out. Find something that you like to read. And, and maybe this will be your first time doing a live or doing a reading, I guarantee you, you'll enjoy it. Um, that's where Joe and I met. That's where we started doing improv. And that's where we were like, hey, why don't we record some of our raps? And that's what got us to here today. And one of our friends from the guild also no has doubt. a birthday. Did you know that today? Lisa Palm's birthday today. I did. Happy birthday, Lisa. If you're can, listening, can you, we hope you're having a yeah, fabulous day. Give her a little Joe birthday. Give her a little happy birthday from Joe. I okay. did. Happy birthday, girl, but you're not listening, but that's okay. It feels like you are. We'll dedicate one second of the podcast to you, Lisa Palm. <laughs> you're the best singer ever, and we're telling everyone that you can sing so good, but you're not here to hear us say it, but that's, that's okay. okay. We, we support our friends and family. That's right. That's right. All right. Uh, so, you know, what do you, what do you have in mind for next week's show? I, I, I think I'm going to talk about, I found one of my friends talked about an ecologist from the 50s, and I really liked a lot of her quotes. So I'm going to talk to her. I'm going to talk on the show about her. And, uh, and then we're going to be uh, showing a little bit more, some more of our material. And 
Right, 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 right. uh, What about you, Joe? What are your thoughts? What are your feelings? I think I'm going to see what music I can delve into this week. Let's see what type of inspiration I can find, you know, just to share with the people mm-hmm. next week. And then, I don't know, lately I've been I've been watching a lot of historical videos on, on YouTube. I think you're rubbing off on yeah. me in that way. I've always wanted HB. to rub off on you. Um, <laughs> we finally managed to do it in a socially distant way. Um, but we'll see. We'll see. I'll think about it. All right. But it'll be something amazing without and, a doubt. And, you know, I would, uh, down in our, in our, or probably, it's probably up in our description, we have a thing called Ko-Fi or Coffee. Where if you like the show and you want to help us uh, buy some equipment, three dollars is the minimum donation. You can uh, give us three bucks. It's like buying us a coffee or a beer. But you know what? If you want us to use one of our songs specifically, have a drink with me, and you want us to make a new lyric, including you, you can put a twenty-dollar donation in there, and you can make a little. Uh, you can type in the, the the words or the phrases that you want included in the song in the verse that will be recorded directly to you that's our that's our offer but keep a pg people and who knows maybe one day you'll have you'll be in the studio with exactly. the rapscallions you might be called in if you give a donation of one million dollars you can come in you can come in and be part of the studio experience sing your own verse trained in rapping by none other than jose mescatini and HB will prepare the most delicious Seco drink for you that you've Indeed. ever had. All right, we're winding down. We're down to two minutes. So you know what? Why don't we close out the show by playing Hey again? I love you all out there. Uh, please join us. Spread the word. Tell people about our show. Have your friends uh, uh, follow the Rapscallions. And uh, right after you're done with your goodbyes, Jose Mesquita, we're going to play Hey again. All right. Hey, much love, guys. I can't really, I mean, you know, basically everything HB said to the next power. Love you. Thank you for joining us. We'll see you next week at three. And that's not done, but near its ending is the work that our eyes desired. Not yet fulfilled, but near the goal is the hope that our worn hearts fired. And on the album mountains where the blushes of dawn increase, we see the flash of the beautiful feet of freedom and of peace. Allow me to reintroduce myself. My name is John. Hey, Secretary of State. You know I'm pretty dope. Don't hate, and I always hold my own. Max wait, treaty after treaty, I sign, negotiate. My greatness is never up for debate. I finish deals nonstop. All you did was procrastinate. Chatter's open door policy, bomb fame. Everyone in Beijing screaming my name. That's right, hey. hey. Do you speak English? If you don't, that's okay, cause I do parlay. Many languages, please. Top diplomat, Lincoln called me up, let me hold his hat. That's right, hey. hey. All the speeches I wrote had people getting woke before woke was woke. U.S. presidents all asked for my service.